Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to Be a Better Person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hi, and welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate, your host and author of the book, How to Be a Better Person. This week on the podcast, I'm talking about how to restore yourself. Restoration is always important, but after a year like the one we've just had, it's vital. You've heard me say it before, and you'll hear me say it again, but you can't give from an empty cup. This week, when things are typically as quiet as it gets, is a week for refilling your cup. Something that makes this whole process a lot more effective is processing what's come before so that you don't have to keep carrying it around with you, because that carrying around may not be something you're consciously aware of, but it still requires a lot of energy. It's really, really tiring. So today, I'm interviewing my dear, dear friend, Paige Chapman, a self-care coach and owner of the virtual yoga studio, Mama's Wellness Joint. Paige and I met what feels like a million years ago when we did our yoga teacher training together in New York City. For years, Paige has been leading new and full moon ceremonies at her studio, where you talk about what you're releasing as well as what you're welcoming in. Paige has also recently ended a lot of cycles. She just recently made the decision to close the physical location of her studio. Mama's existed for eight years in Center City, Philadelphia, and she recently got married, so the single phase of her life ended. And I wanted to get her insights on how to digest the year that just ended so that you can stop carrying around the weight of it. Paige, welcome. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's just awesome to have you here. So tell us a little bit about the cycles that you have just completed. Oh, wow. What a year it's been for all of us. And I have really felt it so intensely. I got married in January, which was the end of a long cycle since I got married later in life at 41. So that was quite the end of a cycle and beginning of a new one. And then shortly after in mid-March, I closed the yoga studio, Mama's Wellness Joint, due to the pandemic, of course. And I was thinking like so many of us that this would be maybe two or three months where we would be shifting and, you know, dealing with what was coming through at that time. But it really ended up to be a much bigger decision when we were not going back to life as we had known it. And I really had to dig in and really think about what I wanted for myself, for my life in the future. And was I ready to let go of, of all the plans um, and create a new life for myself based on what we all are working with right now? So it's been incredibly intense and I've been processing all of it 
you know, in as many different ways as I can get my hands on. <laughs> can you give us an idea of what that processing has looked like? It's always so interesting to hear how somebody else deals with this stuff, especially someone who's so immersed in the self-care world like you. Of course. Yeah. Well, I would say for starters, I really leaned on my meditation practice, which is something that I really didn't dig into until the last few years, I would say three to five years, where before I was always such a movement girl. I, I began my wellness journey through the, the movement practice of yoga. And so just sitting and being quiet was a little bit different, but I so love my meditation practice now, getting quiet. I love taking baths every once in a while, particularly salt baths, which really help you release pent up energy and emotions. I love, as I said, moving my body, whether it's yoga or just walking, especially if I can walk in nature. There's just something so grounding about that. It's been so important to me to connect with my community. Of course, connection looks so different now in the pandemic. So whether it's Zoom or phone calls or socially distant dates, you know, especially when the weather was nice, I really leaned on my community. And this was really the first year that I just showered myself with support when it came to therapy or energetic healings or astrology readings, really anything I could get my hands on that I felt was giving me guidance to help me process all that I was going through. Mm, thank you for sharing that with us. So let's talk a little bit about your ceremonies that you host. So what kinds of practices do you do to honor what's come before? or what you're letting go of in those? So first, we always start with grounding, you know, just feeling into our bodies through letting our seats be heavy on the ground or on a pillow or on a chair and breathing into our bodies, breathing into our bellies, breathing into our hearts, because really I feel like it's from there that we can move through what we have been feeling and what we're hopefully looking to clear so it always begins with that, maybe some breath work, maybe some meditation, and these can all be simple practices. They don't have to be anything fancy. I always say, if you can breathe for a minute, you know, to three minutes, whatever it may be, you can change your whole vibe right there. Like you can go from being completely frustrated and overwhelmed to a much more grounded place. So we always start there. And then we always do some writing, depending on the new moon or whether it's the full moon. In the new moon, you're usually looking to focus on what you're calling in for the next cycle. The full moon is more of a focus on what you're releasing, but they always go hand in hand because you need to create space for whatever it is you're calling in. So we always do that practice of writing what it is where releasing and what it is we're creating space for in our lives. Oh my gosh, I love that so much. And we can do these virtually now too, right? Yes, every month. Fantastic. So what does it make possible when you give yourself time to do a little ritual like this? I feel it just 
opens up so much energy because, you know, on the day-to-day, we're all so busy. Even though we're currently at home, we are still inundated with whatever our work may be, whatever is coming through from our families, the media for sure, you know, all of the fear and the uncertainty that we've been wrapped in. So when we give ourselves this time to process, we can really shed so much that we're energetically holding on to because sometimes it's not even conscious until we really kind of let ourselves soften and connect a little bit more deeply to how we're actually feeling because often we don't even make space for that. So I feel like when we're able to do that, then we can start thinking much more expansively, like what can I shift to take better care of myself right now? Or what can I create space for? Like what do I really want to be experiencing in my life right now or tomorrow or next month or maybe it's next year. But oftentimes when we're just running through the day-to-day, we don't even have time or space to get clear on what that is. So these rituals really just give us a chance to ground and to connect more deeply with ourselves. Mm. So what's something practical that folks who are listening right now can go and do on their own to help process the year they've just had? I think it would be a really beautiful ritual to maybe create a letter of gratitude for all that we've overcome and learned and accomplished this year. Because even through the challenges, sometimes we learn our juiciest lessons through those times. So maybe just setting aside some time where you can write, journal, whatever it may be. Maybe you light a candle and create a really sweet atmosphere for yourself. That always helps me kind of drop into the mood and really honor what we've been through and give ourselves some credit and some grace for all that we've held and all that we continue to do for our communities and our families and our work. And then to really think about what do we want for this new year? We're actually going through a huge astrological shift right now. Planetary energies are changing in ways they haven't in 800 years. So really, it's a completely new energy that's coming through for this new year. And it would be so wonderful if we all set aside some time to really use it to our benefit. Mm, Amen. So I know that you've got a really dreamy sounding program coming up. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Because I have a feeling that some folks who are listening are really going to be psyched to hear about it. Yes, of course. I'm so excited to announce this new offering. It's called Cocoon. And it really stemmed from me thinking about how hard this pandemic has been on all of us being so isolated and also how intense the winter can be for people. So this course runs the entire winter. We begin the beginning of January, January 7th, and we're together for three months until the end of winter, literally bumping up until spring, end of March. So we meet every week, once a week for a class. It's either meditation, restorative yoga, a journaling experience, or the new moon. Along with that, you get two movement practices a week, which are recordings. And actually, all the classes, if you can't make live, you can do the recordings. Plus, we have a Facebook group and a playlist and all kinds of yummy things. But basically, it's a real nurturing container for the entire winter for us to connect with ourselves in a really sweet, loving community of self-care. That sounds so good. 
So for the folks who are interested in finding out more about Cocoon or just wanting to connect with you, where can they find you? Sure. On Instagram, I'm at Paige LC, P-A-I-G-E-L-C. And I own this virtual studio, Mama's Wellness Joint. So you can go to mamaswellnessjoint.com. That's M-A-M-A-S, wellnessjoint.com. And it'll be under workshops. And that's also our Instagram handle, Mama's Wellness Joint, Facebook as well. And always the links are attached. Awesome. I can attest that both Paige LC and Mama's Wellness Joint are very inspiring, uplifting, and comforting Instagram accounts to have in your feed. (laughs) So thank you, hon, for being here today. I loved it. Oh, thank you so much. Love being with you. Hi, it's me, Kate, coming to you with your tiny assignment. I did love Paige's idea to write yourself a letter for all the things that you're grateful to yourself for, all the things you took care of, all the ways you kept it together. (laughs) So nice to give yourself credit, which is something that I'm talking about tomorrow. Also, sitting down, getting out a piece of paper and writing some answers to a simple question is really good practice for next week when I'll be sharing five questions for a great new year. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes, a sneak peek of the week ahead, and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com. Tweet me at Kate Han, K-A-T-E-H-A-N, or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 